Hobby Addicts の時間です。It's time for Hobby Addicts. And now, here are your anime addicts. Welcome to Hobby Addicts, episode 165. Yeah. Yeah. I'm your host, Mitsuki, and、yeah. I'm joined by an entire, a small army. Yeah. An entire small army, not an、half. entire small army. We have all four corners of the world. The West Wind, she has、What? been playing more <laughs> Warcraft and watching more Legends of the, of the Galactic Heroes than anybody in the known universe. Her name is Mandy. Hi. I'm here, but also I think we're all in the West, except for you, so. <laughs> and. No, in, I, I, am I in the West? In the East, we have the handsome Enzo. Are you? Yeah, I guess you are. Back yeah, after a few like, weeks, and, 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 and a lot like the sun as it sets in the West, we missed you.、Mm. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm like, I like the most, I'm one of the most Eastest places you could be. Hailing from、yeah. the South, we have Mason, who is. Spicy as hell, and that's why you're in the South. And he's,、uh, uh, I guess I'll take it. Glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, see, you're, you're both in the East, literally, but you know, the South is, yeah. I guess I've got to represent. And、you、of know, course, in the at West. At the end of the day, though, we're all here. You know what I'm saying? That's right. We're all here. I'm, a, I'm in the West. I don't know if you guys knew that. I'm, in, I'm now in Colorado. So. What's the middle considered?、Um, there's nothing the in the middle. I drove through it. There's. Meast? Mm. Uh, I think we call、Mesties? it central. <laughs> anyway, we have. Oh, a, yeah, that, that works. <laughs> we, have a, we, we have so much stuff to talk about today. We better get started.、Um, giving a rundown of the summary here. I climbed another mountain, so I'm going to talk about that. Mandy、okay. has been playing Warcraft 8.2, and she has、mm-hmm. a lot to discuss, so we're looking forward to that. Of course, Mason says not much, and then he rattles off like six things, including the FIFA World <laughs> Cup and <laughs> cryptocurrency. And Enzo says. Pen pal, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Say, you gotta say it with a, pin, with a finger gun. So, pen pal, baby. Baby,、finger、yeah.、Guns. So, let's, yeah. you know, I w a n t to hear about this pen pal. Let's do it. You, you haven't been、oh, here for、cool. a while. So,、uh, so I've,、um, I've recently gotten back into it. Recently, as in, like, this has been like a four month thing because it takes a while for letters to get sent from here to Lithuania, Lithuania, and back, and also to、uh, Thailand. But I don't know if she. In Thailand. Oh, it's a she. But, but both she's actually. But I, I was a couple months ago, I was like really itching to like have a pen pal again because I used to have one back in high school that I really enjoyed. I don't know where he's at in his life right now, but he was in Chile back then.、Um, but I, I was missing that. I was also missing、uh, writing with pen because, I mean,、oh, I feel、yeah. like a lot of us don't. Was, we, we don't really write in like pen and pen. And paper anymore.、Not、what is, a, I journal, what is, a, what is I, a pen? What is a pen? Well, this、really? is a question I wanted to ask is like, yeah you know, as someone who doesn't get to write with pen and like nice stationery, like what are you using? What materials are you rocking with to do this? Oh my god, dude. Muji 3.8 pen. My man. Black ink only. The, 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 the sorry, the 0.38. The 0.38, 0.38 Muji black pen、um, on, their, on their stationery. Paper that fits perfectly in their recycled brown envelopes. 
Literally, yeah, I use the like the cyan point three eight from Muji to write all mm-hmm. my like travel logs. So yeah, I, I just write in straight I'm black. Feeling, yeah, yeah, I write in straight I black. I have a phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. And you have no pen pals, so and no pen pals. Yeah, no pen pals. So, but yeah, so um, I write uh on like nice. It's it's not like a full piece of paper but i write on smaller stationery and then i just like i'll write a lot of pages and then i put, stuff it all into an envelope along with like little i like to draw little like comic book things also and i throw them in there and then i stamp the shit out of it and i get sent it over and uh it's been really fun because the re- two reasons i guess three reasons maybe why i did this because i wanted to get my handwriting back because i write like shit right now but i used to have nice handwriting me too to- yeah. Two, I um I as you guys know love world building and storytelling, but you know you got to remember that our world also is also like pretty big. So I wanted to like see what other people out there were just like, you know, like doing, and uh, I've been kind of getting to um to like sidetracked from journaling, so this is like replacing that a little bit. And uh, yeah, so that's that's why I, that's why I wanted to do it. So you know, where do you get a pen pal? Where do you get anything anymore? Fucking the, Reddit, the, dude. So I went on Reddit. Oh, Reddit! <laughs> I ne- I literally never go on yeah. Reddit. Yeah, I go. I went on Reddit and I literally typed in our pen pals and fucking long behold, there's a whole subreddit for pen pals, and people are just posting a good old ATEX location or whether they want um, snail mail or email pen pals, and I. This one girl is an Italian. She's a, she's a she is a filmmaker, mm. um, and I was like, "That sounds sick." And she was like, "Hey, you sound sick." So we mm. are writing to hey, each girl. other. <laughs> You're looking so fun. Um, no, she's she has a boyfriend and a dog, and they're very happy together. <laughs> but oh, you know, she's one of them. I can uh, I can just picture the experience of like opening an envelope from Enzo and just getting this cavalcade of love in the form of like all these small notes and letters come like pouring out. Yeah, it's it's in this this last one that I sent her. I'm actually very interested to see what she thinks because I wrote it over the span of like a month and this last I like I'm like a month and a half. Um, I started writing it in um, when I was in California for my tax conference, and then I got too busy, and then I and then I wrote and I finished it in Chicago. So like it's a very and then I wrote it in between like during all the traveling and stuff. So instead of getting like one cohesive letter, she got like seven entries as a letter, and I just threw them all in there as an envelope. But I, I've never done that before for a pen pal, so I wonder what she's gonna think. Because um, her letter to me, her her letters have so far been like very like cohesive, like four page in her beautiful ass handwriting. Um, yeah, she's currently in Italy touring with her new film that she's debuting. She's fucking cool, man. So like it's it's been nice to like just talk to her. Uh, I won't say her name, but she is from Lithuania, and I have a uh, I have a different pen pal too that I just started with. I wanted to. Um, she on her post she was like. Um, Honestly, guys, like I just fucking like video games and anime, and don't really want to talk to people outside. And I was like, "Yo, yeah, it sounds like me. Are you sure it's not me?" I was like, oh, hey, "Maybe you, Mandy does you? have a pen pal." Checks <laughs> <laughs> on you. you I was I, I actually pal. wasn't on Reddit. I wasn't on Reddit at all. I was just texting Mandy. <laughs> what a bamboozle! I don't want to uh, take away. Would be insane a bamboozle. Holy I shit! I don't want take away too much time from the other stuff. But as a former Chicago boy myself, how was oh, the fuck, visit? You're right. Um, so 
unfortunately, it was a very structured three days. Oh. So I had literally eight to nine hours of tax law conference every day for three days. So I would wake up at like 7.30 a.m. They would give us breakfast. And then at 8 o'clock till like 8, you know, with breaks yeah. and everything, I was just literally intaking tax reform changes because, you know, fucking Mr. Orange Man changed a lot of laws. So we have to learn them all. And... um so that so then that would literally just kill me and then I, when we would get out at 8 p.m. I didn't want to I didn't have the energy to do a lot but I did go get Giordano's deep dish which was delicious pizza. Okay. Um I did That's go see That's one of the two big ones. Yeah, I did go see the Bean. Um it was really cool. And then instead of doing other touristy stuff at Millennium Park, there was a indie film festival. So I just sat there and That's watched a million movies. That's one the way night. to do it. Yeah, dude, it was really cool. Um, I also went on. Uh, I re, in, I like set my dating apps for Chicago, and I was I was seeking people to like take me out to like to like hang out with me because I don't want to hang out with the people I was with at the conference. <laughs> and this one this one girl did meet up with me for a drink, and we had a really nice conversation, and that was cool. Yeah, so Chicago in my book. Definitely would like to go back without the tax stuff, but <laughs> with the with the tax stuff, um, I yeah, I, I think it's a win that it made me want to go back, even though I was distracted for like eight, like a bajillion hours a day. I didn't really get to do anything. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was it was good. Yo, the, the city is beautiful. Like it's a very pretty, pretty downtown. I stayed in the Chicago Loop. Yeah, you um, want to stay in that upper that upper east. Yeah, and then at the on the last day because my flight was super delayed till fucking forever into the night, I went to like the West Loop, and I got ramen at High Five Ramen, and I got coffee at Sa- Sawada Coffee, amazing coffee shop, amazing ramen, like that was dope. So, got the got the ramen off the list. The ramen boy strikes again. Always. Always, but that's it, man. That's that's aside from that, I've been working a shit done, a lot of family stuff, which is why I haven't been on the podcast too often in the last two, three weeks. Um, but I'm back now, and I've just been been writing, been thinking a lot. So I've been missing me. you. I've, I've been missing you, baby. Mwah. Mm, such a multiculturalist. Mwah. All right, <laughs> I love it. All right, so Mandy says she has a lot to talk about here. So I think we need to make sh- we need to make sure we have a we have a little world of work. I know people are. I know people listening are. They they want to hear about world, about World of Warcraft, so let's. They want uh, to hear about Mandy <laughs> playing that shit. Yeah, let's hear Mandy's uh, tales of <laughs> a, of eight point two ism. Yeah, so um, I do know that we have a lot of Warcraft uh, players in our community because um, whenever I whenever I go on Discord, I scroll down the list of people currently on. There's a lot of people playing mm-hmm. Warcraft. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, Battle for Azeroth has been out for almost a year, which means we are now in the mid expansion. Uh, patch where they release new raids they release new um a new zone and they release a whole bunch of new content and uh some new stuff to do like um changes to your classes and gear and so on and so forth so this one is called um the uh like the ashara patch and it's surrounding the race called the naga and uh, Queen Ashara has been in the lore since the like ever since they went back and filled in all the lore for Night Elves. She's been in it for a very long time, and she's actually the one who started the entire conflict on the world of Azeroth. Mm-hmm. And so, 
it, this is a pretty big deal. It's kind of weird that they're doing it in like a half patch and not focusing an entire expansion on this. But um, so Queen Ashara is known to give you just a little bit of a history. She is known as like the strongest sorcerer, sorcerer that the world has ever known. And she brought the Burning Legion into the world. An entire army of night elves, the night elf faction broke apart. One half is at war with the other half who are Ashara's, Ashara's followers. And so the other half who are fighting against her ended up needing the help of the uh, dragon flights in order to uh, battle her and the burning legion that she released into the world. And at the end of it, uh, the world, um, the um, well of eternity exploded and flooded her entire kingdom. And when she and her, all of her people fell to the bottom of the ocean, she was snatched up by one of the world's old gods and they're imprisoned beneath the surface. And they and he corrupted her and all of her people and turned them into his followers. And now they are transformed to what are known as Nagas, which kind of look like merfolk. And it's very Lovecraftian. And, and you can tell that this old god is 100% Cthulhu. But, um... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, definitely 100%. But, uh, mm -hmm. so... But all of that aside... The new additions that they have added, they added in two new zones. One is called Najatar, and the other one is called Mechagon. Mechagon has nothing to do. <laughs> Me Mechagon has nothing to do with anything that I just said. That one is <laughs> the lore is. There's not really much of a story behind it. It's just a silly new zone that is focused around gnomes, and there's like this old gnomish king Wait, who. Did you say uh, gnomes? Yeah. Fuck yeah. There's yeah. a gnome Let's race. Let's go gnomes. And gnomes are known for, like, being engineers, and so all of their stuff is, like, mechanical. That's why and... it's Mechagod. I get it. <laughs> so they uncovered this, uh, found out that there's this old gnomish kingdom, or king, who's been living there called Mechagon. And, um, or King Mechagon, I think his name is. But they, he has been turning his followers into robots, so. <laughs> It's like the entire zone as you fighting robots. It, there, it's it's a very silly little zone with there's tons of stuff to do there, but it's not really doesn't really have much to do with the overall patch. The big patch of what's going on in the story is Najatar, which so when you get there, you are on a ship with uh, Jaina Proudmore, and you're um, you're in pursuit of this horde um captain and you suddenly there's like this big eruption and then all like the ocean that you're in like this big crater opens up and everyone is stranded in there and there's like this the entire zone is surrounded by walls of just water and uh you find out that queen ashar has come into possession of this very powerful artifact which has been in the past uh it was in the last expansion and the last um raid that we did called the uh tidestone and the tidestone was long i'm not even gonna go into the back history of this because <laughs> let me tell you there's over ten thousand years of lore in warcraft yeah basically what has, what has more lore warcraft or magic the gathering oh warcraft Okay. So, definitely Warcraft. <laughs> not because, even close? Nice. <laughs> not, not even close. So, uh, yeah, so this Tidestone has the ability basically to, for, to uh, shape the waters of the world. So she has the power right now 
to flood the entire world and kill everything. So Jaina points out, if she has this artifact, why hasn't she killed us yet? There must be something that she wants if she instead used it to trap us here. So you're basically trying to figure out what is going on in the zone and kill Ashara. And uh, there's this other race that you come across uh, where it's like these like fish people. I can't remember their names, but uh, they have been enslaved by the Naga, and so you're helping them also to release their kind, and they help fight with you. So the new additions to this zone is they added part two to Pathfinder, which is basically the uh, achievement that's going to eventually let you fly. Uh, right now, you can't fly unless you have Pathfinder one part one and part two. And Damn. that one requires uh, reputation gains. You have to get revered with all these different factions, and you have to uh, finish questline stories. Um, they add a new war campaign. War, war campaigns are new to this expansion, where um, it's they're trying to do something similar to the old Warcraft games. It's kind of like an RTS, but you're in your Instead of like having troops or recruiting troops, you are working together as a team and it puts everybody into this giant raid and you're doing that and you uh, collect resources, build um, up uh, these bases and then you have to capture bases and then you're trying to work as a team to get towards the boss and then you can't just like run straight to the boss. You have to go through all these steps to lower their um, resources and lower up like lower the levels of their uh, enemies. So those are really cool, and they added a new one of those. Um, there's a new PvP island, which I haven't done yet. They added in new um, legendary, or um, I'm sorry, not legendary. It's like called a mega dungeon, which it's a mythic only dungeon, and it's massive, and I haven't done it yet. <laughs> it was just released on Tuesday. I haven't had time to go and do that. But um, yeah, the I have been really disappointed with this so far, because this new island, Najatar, the quests are, like, the story is so barren, and mm. the quests are so far apart, like, the the main story quests, at least from what I've played so far, I think maybe more will open up as you go along, um, it, I don't know, it feels like I'm, it's taking me forever to get anywhere, um, the daily quests are so far apart, and I don't really feel like the zone is as epic as it should be. Like, Ashara is a pretty massive part of the lore. She's, like, the one who started everything. She's the one who is responsible for everything that has come up so far. So it bothers me that the zone is feeling, feeling really lackluster, and I'm bothered by um, the fact that two very key characters who are in the original war because night elves are return or um are um not immortal sorry oh. so they don't age and so they've been in the lore for 10,000 years and they uh um the uh these two characters Tyrande and Malfurion they've been they were in the very first war but they're not in the zone, and that bothers me. I'm like, why are they not here? They should be leading the charge against her. It makes no sense to me. Why is Jaina here? Jaina doesn't have anything to do with Ashara. So that has irritated me. Mm, but maybe it's because her name's, like, well-known. It probably, Jaina, because Jaina, Jaina, Jaina... I get it, Jaina is... They're really pushing her. They've done a lot to build her up. Um, she, like, the entire expansion is 
kind of surrounding her, and she is a water mage, so maybe that has something to do with it. But um, other than that, they've added new gear that is pretty interesting, where it has um, buffs that are very specific to this zone. And they start at item level 385, and there's an NPC that you can find in Najatar. And if you collect this new currency, he can, um, using that currency, you can upgrade those pieces up to like 425, I think. Um, I know it goes up pretty high. So that's pretty cool that uh, people who maybe didn't do the past raids, now they have a way to farm up to the current item level that the new raid will be. And the new raid is not out yet. It comes out on July 9th. So maybe my entire opinion of this patch will change when that comes out because it's going to be a mega raid. It's going to be very big. And I know there's eight bosses in it and the item level goes from like 415 for normal and 430 for heroic. So it is a step up from the last one. And I don't know, it could, that one could be, I don't know, it, I, it really depends on how well those fights are done but um there yeah, are new sorry go ahead you, you kind of sound like you're in pain about it <laughs> am i i am i don't I know, know. i'm disappointed. disappointed yeah i am very disappointed that it just feels so i don't know boring oh wow damn <laughs> like i feel like ashara should have been a really big deal and uh like, I really enjoy Battle for Azeroth when it first came out because it felt epic. It felt like you were doing, you were going on all these war missions. You were going and um, doing things to harm the Horde and, uh, you know, like all these stealth missions as well. So it really felt like you were a part of it. This, I feel like I am not getting anywhere. It, it feels so, I don't know. Maybe they're going to release more later on but down the road like i know the raid comes out july 9th so maybe between now and then they're going to add more stuff in i don't know but yeah it's uh i've been a little i don't know it feels really lackluster hmm. but yeah there are some cool things though like they added a new trinket that you can customize called a um pocket pocket size computation device and you can get these um, sockets that you can like red, blue, and yellow, and each one has a different buff, and you can customize it. That's pretty cool. Like a customizable trinket to give you whatever buffs that you want is pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, other than that, they changed your Heart of Azeroth necklace. Um, so now that you can get new abilities through that, customize that. And I mean, that's basically all there is other than new mounts. Um, they added in mount gear now, so you can customize your mount to either, um, like, if you jump off something really high, it can, like, deploy a uh, parachute, and you can get something that lets you walk on water. You can get something so that enemies can't stun you as you're running. Those are pretty cool. But other than that, it's it's pretty, I don't know, lackluster for me. But we'll it's see got mechanomes. It, it has mechanomes, though. So it's got that going for it, at least. Yeah. At least, you know? <laughs> at least. All right. That's a bummer, dude. Yeah. Fuck. All right, so I'm gonna get. I'm, I'll just I'll just go through this little trip I went on um, yeah. yesterday real quick, because as many of you know, I um, I have been doing a lot of climbing in. Yeah, you're Colorado. saying little trip, but you, that was you did something cool, dude. Yeah, so I climbed Mount Beerstad, and the plan was to climb Mount Beerstad. Do Mount Beer. Yes, like uh, the sawtooth. <laughs> that's 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 uh, that's at the summit of Mount Beerstad, which connects to Mount Evans. And the sawtooth is a class three scramble 
that has a fair amount of exposure, which is kind of like these are all like technical terms that I'm sort of that I'm learning like as I go. A scramble is basically very steep um, grades that, re that require you to sort of pathfind on your hands and feet. And a exposure would be like if you fall, you're gonna die, basically. Um, now, Katie, who I was with, um, she was having a lot of trouble with her hip on the way up the mountain, mm. and yeah. like. If it hadn't been for her being literally like the most, like the toughest and the most stubborn person I think I know, which is a kind of a powerful combination, she literally powered through probably, probably 75% of the mountain just, and what she described as a seven out of 10 on pain. And I'm just like, but like, wow. she just won't turn around because she's so stubborn. But like, we decided not to do the sawtooth. One, because it's extremely dangerous. Two, you got to kind of be at your best when you do the sawtooth. I, I need to. I, I wonder yeah, if it I sounds could, like it. I wonder if I could post like a picture of, of the sawtooth um, for you. Um, let me see your Mount Beerstad sawtooth. I'll post it in the new fancy thing we have for the for the podcast, so that you can take a oh, look cool. at it. Yeah, in the in the chat. So I, actually, I, I just post a link to the, like the to a Google search, so you can like just look through a bunch of the pictures. Well, you've been posting a bunch of really cool pictures from your other trips there's in the a, Discord as well. There's a link, yeah. So, so the trip started off with with like an. We left at about 4 a.m. and we caught the sunrise like coming up this mountain, and it was just like freaking unbelievable. The sunrise. I don't know if you guys um saw the picture or not of the sunrise, oh, wow. but um. Th that's one that we were yeah, saying yeah, almost looks photoshopped because yeah. it's so gorgeous that it yeah. doesn't mm -hmm. look real. Yeah, I know it was unbelievable. Like there were a whole bunch of cars stopping to take pictures of that one yeah. spot. Um, and then but like we we were making good time, but because Katie's hip was slowing her down, we um we we did summit the mountain, but we didn't summit the mountain until about maybe ten thirty, so. Um, and we did, we weren't sure if we had enough time to get down Mount, to get down off, through it, through the sawtooth and, and over, over on Mount Evans' summit before like thunderstorms always roll through these mountains at about noon, like always. And you've got to be off the mountain before they happen because you're like a flea on a cue ball up there. Like if, if lightning starts striking, like you are the tallest object. So it, it just doesn't strike me as being a very good idea. So we're gonna go back and do Mount Evans. We're gonna we're gonna go up Mount Evans. Then we're gonna go back and do the other side. We're gonna go up Evans, do the side, and then come down Mount Beerstad instead of going up Beerstad. But it was really fun. Um, at the top, there were a bunch of people. Probably we probably saw about 300 people throughout the day that were climbing it, and um, and there was some pretty fun stuff at the top. You know, there were a lot of people having lunch. Like just uh, literally, you're like you're at the top of the world. You know, you're you're at one of the tallest points in the continental USA, and there's just nothing higher than you around anywhere, and you're just sitting up there having like lunch or whatever, and people are taking pictures, and then there's and then on the way up to the summit there was a really steep final climb, like really steep, um, like you could ski it for sure, and people had been sliding down it on their butt all day, so I posted this I posted a funny video on Twitter of me sliding down. I, I loved it sliding down the like the final ascent on my butt and i was singing the the penguin slider song from mario 64 holding a small mammal above your head yeah exactly yeah so we had a lot of fun sliding down like and there were a couple spots like um 
different different places on the way down where, where there were just like these these like slopey looking lines in the in the snow and you could just tell that people were sliding down it on their butt so probably five or six times we were just like we're already cold like who cares let me just get on our butt and just slide down like you know 100 meters at a time on our butts um because it's the fastest way to get down the mountain and it kind of kind of made me think that like skiing down these mountains really is the quickest way to get down but that you have to deal with carrying skis up which is kind of a bitch so all in all, I think it was actually easier than, than what we did last time, but mostly because the conditions were a lot better. There really wasn't any kind of um, troublesome snow, I wouldn't say. And we bought micro spikes for our, I don't know if you guys, I'm not for, sure if you guys saw them. For the, the boots? For your boots, right? Yeah, here, I'll post it. I, I, I have a picture of the micro spikes and I'll post those as well so you can take a look at that. Um, but the micro spikes, you know, it's like every time I do one of these little climbs, I run into another piece of equipment that I realize I need. And the first time we went, we had a hell of a time with the, with the, with the snow. Um, and so we bought gaiters, which are these like sorts of like, sort of like nylon devices that go underneath your shoe and up and up around your, or up around your calves that prevent anything from getting down inside your shoes. So we bought those and we bought micro spikes and I'm about to post a picture of the micro spikes. So if you zoom in on that, you can see that there's like 19 really nasty looking little like daggers on the bottom of these chains it's almost like yep it's almost snow like wrapping, tires yeah it's like having snow tires but, but it's like when people wrap the wrap chains around their tires except yeah. on your feet and like when you got these things on like you you literally can't slip like it's it's pretty pretty awesome um so yeah there was really no problem it was a lot of fun though um so the next mountain we're going to be doing is called tory's peak and we're getting a little more brazen as we go and we were going to do, so the first mountain we climbed was called Gray's Peak. And then there's a ridge that connects Gray's Peak to Tory's Peak. So you got to do about a 200-yard sort of walk down through this ridge to get to Tory's Peak. Now, the conditions were so bad the first time on Gray's Peak that we didn't even want to attempt um, to do Tory's Peak. And we, had, and we were already being caught in, this, in a snowstorm on the top of the mountain, which was really bad. So this time we're going to go up Tory's Peak, cross the ridge, and come down Gray's Peak. And Tory's Peak is a lot harder, and it has two rock walls, and it's just like this giant. Imagine like like a 1,500-foot of elevation gain ridge made out of like nothing but massive rocks, like huge rocks. And so you're just like walking up this ridge, and there's two rock walls you got to climb, and then before you get to the top, there's like this knife edge, which is like this. Where you have to kind of like get on your butt and kind of scoot through this like um, expanse where like there's like a slope on either side. It, it looks scary as hell. I think I might pee my pants when I do it. I'm gonna borrow a diaper. Um, so we were talking earlier. You said this was a class three. Class three. The yeah. Tory speak. Yeah. Yeah. We do have hardest um, one yet. Our hardest one yet. There are there are several class four fourteeners in Colorado, and then there's and then there's a number of class five mountains as well. And the class five mountains are like the ones you see on documentaries and shit, which I don't think I'm going to be climbing because I mean, I mean, I don't know if I want to die, but one day, one day, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, I may do this class three and be like, this is, this is easy, you know, we'll see. But, um, we're going to buy ski poles, um, because those really help take the weight, take the work off your legs. And we are going to buy, probably buy helmets as well. So every time we go more equipment, we got to get some, get some involved. So. More mode um, pro, yeah. So that's what I had going on, Mason. Um, I I'll, I didn't do a whole lot this week, but we can talk uh, FIFA World Cup if you guys have been watching yeah, that. I've been watching. I've been watching almost every game. I yeah. have Heck not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. 
No worries. Well, the uh, <laughs> the quarterfinals just finished up. So if we want to, we can just whip through those games really quick. Let's if you guys happen to watch them. So I think the first one was England and Norway, right? Yeah, which I believe England took. Right? I, did not, I did not watch this one. That one was... England was looking so dominant in that game. Dude, wild dominant. Actually. They were rolling. And they, like, it, I think they won 3 nothing, but they had a couple, like, off the post. Like, they were just rolling it. And that's who the U.S. is facing next. So that's going to be a clash of titans. Yeah. I will say, because um, the other quarterfinal game was... Um, who do we play? U.S. versus... Uh, France. France. France was, uh, and... Yeah. We, I don't we like barely the, got I, out of that one. We barely, we barely, we barely won that game, and it scares me because, like you said, dude, England was shredding on Norway, which is a good team. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I but do, like, I do, want, I do feel bad for France though, because like the men won the World Cup, and then like the women's World Cup was hosted in France, and like there's just so I, much pressure. Yeah, on them I always to win. want the host country to do well. I mean, quarterfinals yeah. isn't bad, but like. Well, it's not. No, but it's not the. It's not especially the after following up the men's, that that right, could have been exactly. really cool. I want to make a comment here because 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 after the now first of all first I want to ask where I I really want to watch these games at, at work, <laughs> uh-huh. but um I have this I'm in an office right now like with a like with a door and so I can like watch them I'm a, I won't be in there forever but for now I can do it, but I haven't been able to find any feeds. I'm, I don't have Fubo TV or whatever the hell it's on. So does anybody know if you can watch these like anywhere online? And if so, can you guys give me I'll, a link? If, if you don't mind watching it in Spanish, you can watch it on the Telemundo app. For free? Uh, well, I mean, you have to have your cable subscription and stuff. I mean, okay. Well, I can Who uses that. cable nowadays? I mean, <laughs> my, my, my parents. <laughs> I so will say, par- I, I kind of regret not watching it on Telemundo because... Obviously, the Spanish announcers are uh, the reason better. to watch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. As um, they make any game amazing. It seemed like the U.S. really um, struggled against Spain and won that game off two penalty kicks, which was kind of controversial a little bit. People weren't people weren't feeling too good. But you know, against this against France, the U.S. was up two nothing, and they scored a third goal. And I watched the I watched the replay over and over again, and they were not offsides. That was that definitely should have been allowed. I mean, yeah, they I they were onside. That game was three nothing. And so, like, it sounds like you guys made it sound like the U.S. barely got out of France, but you know, U.S. goes up three nothing. Though, well, the second that that goal was disallowed, they kind of lost some steam. I mean, th- but France, having like, that goal take advantage of it, having that goal taken away changes everything. You know, like yeah. it changes the morale of the Fran- of the like the French may not score that may not score that goal they scored if that third one goes in. You know, you're demoralized. The game's over. You know, I don't really know, but. But like, what in the hell is going on with um, um, Megan? Um, what was her name? Rapino? She's on fire right now. Oh Rapino, yeah, she can't Rapino's, help but score. Rapino's the a goddess, dude. She is uh, to me. She's like one of the best crossers. Like, period. Like, she just she knows how to aim the ball anywhere. It's crazy. I mean, and this great. last game was better because her goals weren't off like penalty kicks. No, they were like yeah, pure for sure. But um, but I mean, like, she is responsible for. I always credit Rapino for. The reason we won, I mean, we got to finals at the last World Cup. Was she's the one that fed uh, Abby Wambach the header from yeah. half the from half the field away. She crossed it perfectly into the box for her to head that goal in against Brazil. Had that not happened, we don't have the momentum for the for the women's team in this country. Like period. Like Rapino. Like yeah, Wambach was there, and it, and it, it means a lot to be a clinical finisher. But like Rapino is like the 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 rhythm of that team. 
Did so any, it's it, yeah. Was anybody was anybody surprised to watch Japan get bounced so easily? I got to no. <laughs> that it, well, that no, was it frustrating because it, it was off it, the penalty. It, 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 and it wasn't easily because Japan had literally two, three goals that hit off the crossbar. Yeah, like th- they Japan were right was there. Japan was demolishing that team, just unlucky as fuck. Wasn't dude, it? I was so pissed watching that game because Japan's been in the final like every time for what the last ten years. Oh, dude, they, Japan, they won it 2011, I think, against yeah, the U.S. Japan is like Japan's like considered the best or tied with the best team in the world. Like they're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. They're, what they're missing this year is their finisher. They don't have um. Oh my god, what's her name? Sawa. They don't. Yeah, they don't Sawa. have Sawa anymore. The princess. Um, yeah, they don't have Sawa anymore to finish. Because the, their midfield is where they shine, dude. Their their <laughs> midfield is stupid. Hasegawa is ridiculous, and like so. But not having uh, some uh, one of the announcers said it too. Like not having a true number nine is hurting them. Uh, but I but but even without that though, they they still played so well in their game where they got kicked out. It was just the most unlucky game I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, like, two, three goal goals not going in by inch, like by centimeters. It's so frustrating. Yeah, but what else, man? Well, the bigger news I thought was like yesterday there was those two upsets: upsets Netherlands over Italy and then Sweden over Germany. Oh were, my god! Germany went from not letting in a goal the entire tournament to letting up like two in against yeah. Swedish, which, like, which was good. But that was that was a fun the, game. The so you camp, guys are watching yeah. this on on Telemundo. Capitulos or Telemundo Deportes? No. Deportes. Deportes means sports. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, just let you know. But so so basically I, I open the app and I just and I enter in like I get like I don't have cable, but like my mother does. Yeah, like I like yeah, I log in with my mom's like optimum shit. Right, so I think my mom has Xfinity, so Yeah, just log in with that and then you got it. I will say Damn um, son. Oh, I'm so excited. Make sure that you once you start the ads are so fucking annoying. So like once you start streaming it, don't stop streaming it because the second you like quit out of the app and you come back in, it's gonna play the ads again, and it's so <laughs> it's infuriating. <laughs> Their ads are so infuriating. <laughs> All right, well, or you just uh, take some time off and go to the gym and watch it on the gym's TV. Mm. Listen, man, my job is such a joke that like I feel like I'm on. I feel like I'm having time off all the damn time. <laughs> nice. Excellent. It's not excellent. It's not at all excellent. Excellent, it's excellent. I went to I, I I I went from a person who took who was taking like jobs from like fourteen different people at once to literally wondering why I'm there. <laughs> like great because places okay. like so poorly run with such with such a like infantile infantile system for data and reporting that like I'm just like why am I here? What it was? Dude, happening? change their world, man. Be like, yo, we gotta up the game. Man, you can't do that. Like they gotta they gotta pay money to have like a data warehouse put in. They gotta hire like a ton of people, like systems people. They just don't have any of that shit. So I mean, I can't do any of that. So I'm excited for when Mitz goes through a couple weeks of this and he just can't contain his rage anymore and he unleashes <laughs> the full rant upon us. <laughs> you guys don't have shit. None of this works. Well, Where's do- the data flow? Where's the yeah, stream? Yeah, exactly. What, what what I'll do is I'll just quit and find another job. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're already over there, so fuck it, dude. The unemployment rate is so low that like, you're, the the labor pool is you're 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 competing against like no one. So it's like, I mean, I don't know. The odds are in your favor. Very much so. Anyway, but that's a whole different conversation. Anyway, so yeah. I had fun today. We talked about we. Let's see here. I talked about my trip up Mount Bierstadt, and hopefully. In two weeks, I will still be alive to tell you about the Kelso Ridge climb. If anybody wants to look up the the climb up up Mount up, up Torrey's Peak, Torrey's Peak is, I think it's like the eighth tallest mountain in Colorado. So it's pretty tall. 
Um, but if anybody wants to look that up, it's called Kelso Ridge is the name of the ridge. And then, of course, we had Mandy, who talked about Warcraft 8.2 and didn't sound super thrilled about it. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Maybe it'll change. Maybe. Maybe it'll change. Um, sorry, I've been so silent. I'm having connection issues. And I can barely hear anything. <laughs> But, but but you're right, Mandy. On on our Discord, there's like I checked. There's like twelve combined twelve combined people right now playing playing either Final Fantasy fourteen or, or World of Warcraft. Now, oh yeah. Now most of them seem like they're on Final Fantasy right now. But if anybody listening is plays these games and you're like, oh, I want to I want to have a little group of people I can talk to. Like the the Discord, there's people on here playing right now. So, um, and there's there's 195 people logged in right now. So. Jump on there, and of course Enzo, 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 Enzo shared his pen, his pen pal story with us, which is very nice. Baby, and I haven't even heard the word pen pal in a long time, so um, mm. that was kind of nice to, to be reminded of that, 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 that that's a thing. And, and we didn't. Oh yeah, and, paper pens, wild. And, and we didn't. And we didn't talk about crypto today, but um, good. It's been wild. <laughs> it's been wild. I'll say yeah. that. So it has been a while. We'll huh? say. I'll just say in summary. Bitcoin went parabolic. That thing was definitely going to pull back. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> it's going to crash so soon. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> well, I hope I'm out of there, but I hope I'm out by then. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's. Where, where the hell is this? This freaking drop. I can't find it. I don't know, man. That's your job. There we go. I found it. All right. Well, well, we'll see you guys next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but um, we're going to have fun. I know that. So. I know we'll we probably talk World Cup again because it's like what probably going to be over by next weekend. So, uh, yeah, the yeah, next Sunday yeah. is the final. Oh, oh snap! Oh my God! Probably right while, probably right during our recording time. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Have a good one.